Back in the motherfucking house with a fat dick for your motherfucking mouth. Oh my! (laughs) (laughs) My word! I clutched my pearls on that one. (laughs) Pearls, clutch your pearls. (laughs) I am fooling around with this show Twitter or whatever. Y'all, I'm a raggedy-ass Twitter nigga, for real, for real. I'm supposed to be engaging with you all more via Twitter, and I have not. So I'm working mm-hmm. to fix that. Good luck. Oh, you know it's not your wheelhouse. But you hold Instagram down, girl. You hold it yes. down. That is my, that's my ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, we both doing the Facebook thing or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool, that's cool, you know. I don't feel like, you know, the total blah. Blah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so, real quick, I started my cycle. One of y'all can't knock my damn period on. <laughs> so, are you, are you going to use the cup this month? Are, are we there yet? Or No, we're not there yet. We're not there with the cup. I'm going to purchase my cup, though. That's going to be my okay. Christmas present to myself. My stocking stuffer is going to be my okay. cup. I'm going to put it in my yes. stocking, surprise myself with it on Christmas morning and everything. Yeah, um, okay, good. So I'm still, you know, about that, that tampon's life or whatever, but <laughs> say that I'm so over just periods in general. And when I don't get laid before my period, I'm hell on wheels. Oh, my gosh. And I'm hell on wheels. And I just feel like just, just, just. I'm going to cut up today. I can feel it. Oh, my goodness. What? I don't think I'm ready. <laughs> oh. I, don't think, I don't think I'm ready for you to be acting out. <laughs> Y'all get ready to be called trash-ass wank. And <laughs> 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 Y'all just prepare yourself. <laughs> he was warned. Oh, Lord, help me. So, outside of Mother Nature, who got you fucked up this week? <laughs> you know what? I'm good. I'm good. Another week, and I'm good. Really? I'm, I know. I can't, like, like, this week was just so good, honestly, and, like, I just felt so appreciated, especially at work. Like, mm-hmm. I got different departments coming up to me, like, oh, my God, like, you're doing a great job, and, like, this project moved faster than any project in the last six months. I can't believe you did that. Like people trying to like get with me to create procedures and processes for clients and stuff. And I'm just like, Oh my gosh, like this Listen, feels so don't good. Do it's just until they start putting money in your face. Oh, for really? sure. For sure. Cause you ain't finna get, you ain't finna get all this knowledge for free. I got student loans. Holler at me. Okay. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing that, but I can I'm say so yesterday, <laughs> my phone did fuck with me. My phone did fuck with me a little bit because no, I was sitting, no, no. and I put this on Facebook. I was sitting, it was, the the, the office was quiet as fuck, which is unusual. And 
I, I thought I had my earbuds in, but they weren't. And then I think I, I accidentally touched it because, you know, autoplay is a bitch. And so I mm-hmm. must have accidentally tapped the video or something because it started playing. Now, all you hear in a quiet-ass room is because your pussy is trash. And I'm like, oh, my God. Over here and answer these questions. Right. Let me ask you real question. Should I already got on my nerves? But like so as it was the end of the day and like the team league had came in and like uh we were explaining to her like what happened and so she's dying laughing and then one of the um one of the data specialists walked past my desk and as I'm telling the story he was like, So I did hear that <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, what? He was like, I thought I heard pussy, but I thought I was tripping. Right. Like I, I would have rather, I would have rather them to hear nigga over pussy. Like I just can't. And I just, uh, I'd rather them hear pussy than nigga. I would rather them hear nigga, because nigga, nigga is no. so common. Yeah, not mm-hmm. e, not the, not the hard er. <laughs> but but like, all yeah, not that one. But like pussy, I just mm-mm. I don't want them hearing that. <clears throat> Omg, honey, that is hilarious. Your phone betrayed you. It and is. It's a bad we thing. It's a white how ass nice bitch. that phone was and how right. it was a I mean, phone. I took everything back about that motherfucker phone. That bitch <laughs> don't even fuck with you while you're working. That's fucking with your coin, okay? That's and I don't about. even know if it's the phone or if it's fuck-ass Facebook because mm-hmm. fuck-ass is going to autoplay videos. Like, why are you doing this? Why are you autoplaying videos? Why are you saving people's pictures when they first log in? You're trying to get people in trouble. Let me tell you something. <laughs> when I, I, okay, so I was taking some nudes. Oh, well, not nudes. I was taking pictures. Mm-hmm. You were taking nudes. Girl. And so they wanted something sexy. So I was, you know, you know how, like, it, that's a whole fucking process within itself. Hello? Okay. You heard me? Hello? I'm here. Can you hear me? Yep. Why do you do that? I didn't do nothing. That's your raggedy stuff. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> and I'm keeping it in. You're welcome. Okay. All right. Listen. Nigga, listen. Nigga, like, we real over here. We live. Right. Okay. This is what it is. Y'all going to appreciate this. Okay. So, um, <laughs> hold on. Let me put this out. 
girl. So I Are you waking bacon? What? Are you waking bacon? Waking bacon nigga? Yeah. Yeah, nigga. Listen. Okay. This gonna ease my cramps, okay? Yes, praise the most high. Okay, one time. Thank you. <laughs> Thank the tree God for these trees. <laughs> right. So uh trying to, you know, it's like, it's a whole process. Like, I had to get put on my sexy robe and not my regular robe. Make sure, right. you know, I had a nice little bra, you know, my cleavage popped severely. Mm-hmm. And so, and different angles and just, you know, getting all these different pictures so I could, of course, you go through, you know, mm-hmm. like, at least four, five, six, seven pictures before you find that one. Like, okay, I'm going to send this one. Right. So, right. when you look on the Facebook, it's my kitty scroll across the top, and I'm like, oh, Fuck no. Like, who said Don't it take your breath away? Don't that shit take your breath away? (laughs) When I opened up my app, I was like, is that my vagina? (laughs) I'm like, it's the Russians. They're fucking with America. Yes. I could, I could, I, girl, I couldn't take it. I was like, I don't like this feature on Facebook. And every time I scrolls up, I'd be like, closed. Right. The last I did it where I said, I don't want to see anything else like this. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. why would you do that? What are you thinking, Mark? Around. So you gotta fuck around and report your own titties to Sam. Like, no, don't show Right. <laughs> girl, so... But I, well, here's what I would do want you to know. I meant to tell you this. Ever since you haven't been getting sucked with that work, all of a sudden I've been getting sucked with this because I have one. <laughs> oh, Lord. Because <laughs> um, no, this particular client is like former law enforcement or whatever. Okay. So, you know, when you deal with people in law enforcement, they're very authoritative. Which mm-hmm. is fine. You know, I don't mind, but, you know, as long as I know who signs my check, I know who I answer to, okay? Right, right. You are my jo- you are my boss, but you are not my, my, listen, but you're not my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who's ruler over my right. life. Okay? Right. You beat me from nine to five. Anyway. <laughs> so, um, it was this one particular project where um, it was a research project that turned into a training. And I remember it's so funny because I've been with this damn agency so damn long. I was working in this. I was working with the research project when it was being conceptualized, and now mm-hmm. it's a physical product where it's training that's being given to people in a certain in the law enforcement um, emergency responders field. So um, I get this email from one of my contractors, young African American guy, and it's, the title is, "We need help." And I was like, oh, and that really <laughs> caught my eye because that is not a title of a, you know, work email that I can say that I'm used to seeing. Right. So, <laughs> I read it. It's like him and one of the, um, one of the other guys, they're having problems with um, writing a report for this particular product. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at it and I'm like, okay, walk me through what's happening. And he tells me what's happening. He's walking me through it. And I'm like, okay, that does sound strange. So what I do is I put him in touch with my systems girl, my my contractor from systems, and she's not a girl, she's a woman, she's an adult. So <laughs> we need to that. And um, I was like, sit with him, walk through this, and let's, you know, find out everything that's happening. So 
she tells me that the information that our system collects on this particular training is accurate and it's not fucking up. But the other system that does the training where they need to pull other parts of the information for this particular report is. So I was like, okay, I don't own that system. I'm not responsible right. for that system. This ain't my motherfucking problem, but I'm still in it with my, you know, with my peoples or whatever, you know, even though I'm not responsible for his team, I tell him I'm going to help him. Okay. And, um, That's nice. Listen, I do this for my peoples. Like, it's not, it's right. not a game. So we're all a team. Listen, if you do good, then you don't got to be running around here acting like an asshole. You can feel good about yourself, and I can keep minding my business and flourish. Right, right. I'm just, you know, I'm just here to collect my money and go home, you know, do That's my job. It. Listen, so we, you know, I set up the meeting with the guy from the program office, his contractor, and then my two contractors from my office. And we're having the meeting, and I was telling my boss, I was like, yes, I'm going to meet with him today. I called the program manager from our side who works with this particular product. I told her I was going to meet with them and everything that was going on, and there was a whole email exchange, and I told him to send me his emails. He sent me his emails with his documentation about the discrepancy, so I'm putting all my ducks in a row. So if anybody try to come back with anything, like we're going to bob and weave on them because we got our shit together. So once I'm comfortable, everything's together. I was telling my boss, and she just mentioned, she was like, yeah, they can be kind of bullies, you know, and, and blustery. So, and I just looked at her and said, do I look like I'm worried about a bully? Right. And she was just like, well, I mean, I was like, oh, girl. Oh, I'll, t- I'll tell you all about this meeting. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, <laughs> low key, this is before my period, so I'm already ready. And so <laughs> right. Like, oh, we can make so, so we get in there, and I first greet everyone. I'm like, how you doing? I said, um, just want to do a quick recap of the issue that's happening and make sure I understand what's going on. So I give my recap. My knowledge, this is what I've been told is happening, and as I understand it and based on information, this is what's happening. Is this correct? And the contractor was like, they were both like, yes, that's very succinct. You're right. I said, okay. I said, let's move forward. I said, so what's the problem here? And they talk about this particular change they made to the format. You know, when mm-hmm. you take trainings and stuff, where we have to collect information like demographic information or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that's with a lot of different things. So the demographic stuff, though, is that they wanted to know how many people in a specific field of um, law enforcement or first responders are taking the training. Mm-hmm. Well, all of this stuff is above board. Like, yes, this is the type of information you want to know so you can kind of understand some of the analytics that are coming back and, you know, not going to get too much into that, my my shit. But, you know, like, all so, so far I'm going through and everything's fine. Then we okay. get to this one part where they say before when you could select how many, like, what field you're in, you could do it more than once. So I was like, well, that's okay. And then they were like, no, they wanted to change it where you can only select one because they kept getting multiple results and they really couldn't get a good read on, you know, what was coming back. It just wasn't a good way to represent the data pretty much. So they changed it to where you can only select one. So if I say, um, Gooch, you're a project manager, and I ask you, you know, what systems do you work with? You may pick multiple ones, like you say, Microsoft, Excel, Access, yada, 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 run that list. Mm-hmm. Then I can, instead of just picking multiple, let's say you can only pick one. So, you know, you have to pick one kind of closest to whatever that would be. So I was mm-hmm. like, okay, so what happened? I said, that sounds like the information prior to that change could be corrupted or it could be giving us false results, or it could, it could be that could be the issue. Because before, mm-hmm. people were were saying multiple times different disciplines. 
Now you hear only say one. I said, yeah, that may cause an issue. We need to kind of investigate that and see if that's the problem. But if that's the only thing that stands out to me, that seems to be what cause a problem. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, how long will that take? I said, well, I don't know. I'm not responsible for this system. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it has to be investigated. You know, I'm not, I'm not promising anything. I'm like, this sounds to me like this fit. And he goes, well, this is, you know, unacceptable because how long should this take? Hold on, at ease, bruh, at ease. Listen, oh, he starts going. So I said, excuse me. Yeah. I want you to know I'm Cookie Simmons and I'm responsible <laughs> for the system. Somebody else is. And if you're going to continue to raise your voice, like you, I said, you're going to raise your voice, I don't, I said, I can end this call now because right. I am doing this as a courtesy. I don't have to do this at all. Right. Trying to help your yep. fat ass. Okay. And the thing about <laughs> it is, like, after, I like, I let him have it. I went in. Mm-hmm. And then everything went quiet. My contract yeah, they was wasn't expecting that. They thought they was going to be able to walk over you. Oh, oh, no. His contractor was quiet. He was quiet. My contractor was quiet. I was like, uh, hello? And, <laughs> and so I was over, and my contractor, she picked her pin up and dropped it like, like bitch, like I was well. like, oh, oh. I was just like, they don't got them. Hmm. I was like, I was like, you lost your fucking coming at me like this. And you know the part about it that low key, like the undertone to it all, is that we're talking about people in law enforcement, right? And so you are coming from law enforcement, and you think you're just gonna push your weight around because you're in law enforcement. And somebody's supposed to be scared yeah. of you. If we tell you something, you didn't do your job. Because after right. I talked a little bit more about it with the other contractors, it was clear that the developer gave him that information, and he was supposed to review it and test it and make sure that when the change went over, it wasn't going to fuck up the other information. It's called user acceptance testing. I know what I'm talking about. And so mm-hmm. I, and I even had to pull it back. And I was like, I've been involved with this program in 2011 when it was Sharp 2, and it was just a research program. I know all about this. There's nothing you can say. You cannot talk over my head. But what you're not going to do is yell at me or my people. Girl. Oh, hell no. I do not like that shit in the workplace. If you come in there trying to yell at people and not use your words, oh, you right. are one. I'm not having it. It was not the playground. I can't hit you without getting in trouble. So, no, you're not going to yell at me. Exactly. Like, I can't square up with you. No, we're, gonna, we're all going to get our minds right today. <laughs> the fuck? I was all oh, <laughs> <laughs> and I deal with um, older white men like this all the time because they're in that's because they're every like and this is the thing if you're a professional you know what I'm talking about these white folks oh, yeah. still in they still yeah. at work and a lot of people think you give somebody a hundred thousand fifty thousand forty thousand dollars a year they're just gonna go to work and not be racist nah <laughs> like that's not no. how any of this works, and that's why I tell a lot of um these other like the people I work with who have like college age children. You know, I'm like, you know, so you send your kids to HBCU, right? And they're like, mm-hmm. no, I want them to go to PWI. I was like, no, you better send them to HBCU until they can learn how to be black. I was yeah. Like, and also, they don't tell their kids about how the nature of some of these white people just is. Like when yeah. they see, that's what I'm going through now. <clears throat> well, the door, their whole demeanor changes because they're like, oh, they don't expect you don't know nothing, you can't do nothing, mm-hmm. or if you do help them, that's what you're supposed to do. And it don't matter right. how wrong they are or how bad they fucked up before. And then you mm-hmm. just put this, like, how do you people even get, like, I, like, how did you even make it this far? 
Right, right. And that's my thing. It's like I be sitting in my cubicle and I'm like, <laughs> I be sitting in my cubicle and I'm like, I'm smarter than my supervisor and my manager. Like I have more knowledge than the both of them. And not only do they get paid way more than me, they're in a position where like people are coming to them for the answers and they don't have them. And then they come to me and or my teammates asking us, the answers and we tell them and then they second guess us and it's like but we've been doing this forever like we know this why are you if you didn't trust me why are you asking me that's second guessing and listen i had to ask one of my supervisors one time i was like so have you ever done this before and she said oh i said oh okay no No. oh so okay well then if i'm telling you this what it is if you don't trust me ask somebody else or figure it out yourself I had to get my team lead together. She did. She tried that shit with me when I was like, mm-hmm. the client wants this. And I said, I come from this world, and I know that this world is a manual process. I used to do it. She's like, no, that's not what they want. And I'm like, listen, what you can't do is argue me down about this, because this I know to be true, okay? Yeah. I've done it. And my my manager sat there like, you might want to listen. Because, <laughs> like, I this is what I know. I did this. And it's terrible because first and foremost, it's written all over their faces. They don't expect it to be you because I do Mm -hmm. a lot of phone interfacing with people before I see them because we're spread out. So this is people that I've worked with for years and been on projects with for years and never seen face-to-face. So when they do see who you are, they look, they always do that double take or, you know, they stop saying it because they figured out it was racist, but I always used to get, well, you sound different on the phone. Like, well, you just sound different over the phone. Oh, you're expecting a, a little white girl to come to the door? You were expecting a white person, right. No, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it, you get that, and then, you know, like I say, they question you where you came from, how you're supposed to be there. They want to know how old you are. And for real, for real, when I was in my 20s, I used to love to be like 25. <laughs> 26. They right. didn't understand. They didn't understand. They were like, you're so young. I'm like, so you really thought mm-hmm. that we was all just sitting out here in the ghetto not doing shit? Right. I'm getting that now. I'm getting that uh, now of my, my age being questioned. Just from the ghetto. Oh, like I said, to, I made a, a comment about my, my parents, and one guy, he was like, oh, you're like, oh, you know your dad? Like, a, yeah, yes! I fucking do. Oh, girl. Oh, honey. You have to work for us in the 90s. That shit. Let me tell you something. We've come a long way. We've come a long way. But it's there. And it's funny. Ever since this election, certain whites in my job, oh, honey, they did their little victory lap on that Trump shit. Mm. They did. Because I remember when Obama won and I went to work the next day, all white people all of a sudden were just trying to kiss my ass. And I'm like, why? Like, what? Right. Like, I'm not the president. Get out of here. But then, right. like, oh, you know, some of them are going right back to being that nasty past, like they're back to their funk-ass ways. Mm-hmm. But now the fun part is watching them panic because they realizing this motherfucker's an idiot and they don't know what the fuck he's going to do. Yep. And he lied about a whole bunch of stuff that he was going to do. And then um, y'all didn't realize that he couldn't do it. So mm-hmm. you look stupid. <laughs> no, like, all the stuff he was saying, he, like, he can't even do it. Right. I'm like, you can't do that. Like, why are you listening? <laughs> I'm just like, y'all, y'all, you're you're idiot. You are sheep. I hate to say it, but you really are a sheep. You don't research anything. 
be thinking like you legit voted for this man because you thought it would take something from me. Right. <laughs> right. Like that's what I've been living this shit since we got here. I could do this oppression shit with my hand tied behind my back. And that's what I keep telling you, people like y'all are good. What's about to happen? <laughs> Like, and then right. that's what right. and that's the part that kills them. It's like all the hurdles and everything you threw in my way for me even to get here. And now that I'm here, you think I'm going to lose ground by not being on point? Please. Come on now. And so I had to get that white man together. Like, I mean, he legit tried it. And I understand because my dad was a cop or whatever growing up, so I know how it goes when, you know, you're mm-hmm. trying to exert your authority. I get it. Just like anybody else whose parent was a military a military child or mm-hmm. if your parent was a relative, you know, you know that life I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this is my wheelhouse right here. Oh, he think he's going to tell me what to do. <laughs> but he don't know. My daddy told me I need to know my rights. As long as I know what I'm talking about, huh, don't let him try. That's all that matters. <laughs> right. Don't let him try. And so I was like, I know what I'm talking about. I know your program better than you. You need to take it back over to the Adobe team. And then he was all like, well, when is this? And when? And I was like, you know what? I'll tell you what. Give me 10 days. And then I'll come back mm-hmm. and tell you when it will be done. But right mm-hmm. now we need to investigate to see if this is even an issue. So when right. we hung up, I was like, I should just wait 10 days and say, oh, I never, I don't know. And be like, you need to go to the Adobe team. But I was like, that's too, that, because that's the way my patty is set up. Right, but then that'll come back to get you. <laughs> right, awesome bullshit. Like, no, no. Right. I'm a, I'm a girl who's responsible for this, whatever. I'm a caller. I know her. I'm a caller or whatever. I know what's going on. I tell her, hey, something's happening. But from what everyone's telling me, it was this guy's failure to do what he was supposed to do. And see, this is the thing, like, with stuff like accountability. You know what I'm saying? When people are not held accountable for their actions, this is what they grow up to be. Yep. And I'm having it. Like, I don't care who you are. All that other shit, the way shit used to be done, is dead. I've tasted freedom. You think I'm going fucking back? Right. I done spread my carefree joy uninhibited for the last eight years. You think I'm going to turn down now? Like, (laughs) turn down for what? (laughs) (laughs) Everything I got, I earned. There's nothing you can tell me. I earned this shit. I went to school. I read the books. And look, and I went to HBCU, so no, I didn't stop any poor white person from going to school. I owe you shit. Great. I don't have to explain to you how I got here, why I'm here, and how I don't have to tell you nothing. Just have my money. And that's all <laughs> you need to worry about. Right. And it would be, be lost. You know, it took everything in me to be like, not just like my, my life, my time matters. Don't waste my time. Click. Ooh. You should have no, you got to always end it with fuck the police and damn girl, it. Girl, girl. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, like, girl, just child. I'm about to go. I'm not going to go into my NWA lyrics today, but girl, it took a lot out of me just to not just, but I told my boss and she was like, you did? You did that? And I was like, yes. And I told you, like, she's low-key, like, body got it on the wolf mm-hmm. side. And um, so she was like, well, you know, maybe you can just be our um, person when we deal with them because she was like, they always try to push us around. And I was like, don't let them bully you. Right. I was like, are you letting people call you and push you around and this is your office? Right. Well, girl, <sighs> don't let them try you. Don't let them try you, 2K16, and I mean it. 
because the thing is, I'm not going to be tried by no fool. And that's the part. Respect my mind. Okay? If I, if, I'm going to look into what this is. It's my job to know this. I take right. it seriously because I need this job, number one. I'm like you. I had to fight and scrap and scrimp and scrape for this job just to be right. here. I jumped through all the hurdles that were put in front of me. And now that I'm here, I'm going to take it seriously. I'm going to do it good. And I'm going to keep this shit as mine. You know what? I may be black. I may be ugly. But I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. It's like, you know, I have my moments at work or whatever. But the point is is that, like, look, you're not going to come in here and half-ass your way through this and then try to dump this on me. Right. I'm not having it because I had to go through that with something different, you know, people writing poor contracts and and doing stuff, and here we are 10, 5, 10 years later trying to figure out what's going on and why stuff works the way it is. And it's like the people who did it are still sitting there, but they're allowed to really sit around and move on and Mm -hmm. do their stuff. But then when you get in the meeting and talk about what you want to do, they got the nerve to try to question whether or not it can be done. Right. Yes, it can be done, but it's going to take some work and some goddamn elbow grease. And if you weren't so fucking lazy and did it the first goddamn time, we wouldn't be in this position right now. Okay. Honey, it takes a lot out of me not to just 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 hurt niggas' feelings and just be like, shut. Right. Because <laughs> you know you don't want to be the. And it is a label, the angry black woman at work. You don't want to be that, but at the same time, fuck it. Yeah, and that's like I, I be trying to explain this to my mom because she doesn't like she doesn't know what I do. <laughs> she does not know. She just be like, when she talks to her friends, she just be like, yeah, she got a good job. <laughs> she, she did good, but like when I talk to her and I be like, I'm tired. Like I'm just, I want to quit. She's like, she first off she'll be like, well don't quit because it's so hard to find a job out here. Or then she'll be like, but you work in the office. It's not really stressful, and it's like she don't mm-hmm. understand like. Mm-hmm. It's 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 hard working in corporate America. It is so hard. It is you gotta have knowledge. Then you gotta mm-hmm. know how to code switch. You gotta learn how to move in a room full of vultures. Like it's Honey. just so Honey. it's so hard. It is it, so hard. It's not a game. It's you listen. Walking tight ropes in a silk suit, try not yes. to some faults without a net girl. You know. Yes. So yes. That's not the life. You know what I'm saying? And it's like this is the life I chose because. I want to live a certain way, or I want right. to be access, or I want my child to have an education. I like all for the kids. Mm-hmm. All for the kids. If I didn't listen, have, if I had no kid, I work at Rite Aid. Listen, okay. <laughs> then, then my, my, my little room, my fence, yes. okay? yes. with my little bicycle. <laughs> Honey. I would be living the American dream. <laughs> all my money and just, or I would, I would probably still be a waitress and I would be on the waitressing circuit. I would probably save my money, fly to Costa Rica, and every mm-hmm. summer just look at the waitressing set. You know what I'm saying? I, I envy people who don't like, yeah, yeah. Come back, you know, just do off season work like summer to summer. Yeah, save my money and travel. You know yep. what I'm saying? Like, all that shit. Like, trust me, like. This is not, when you wake up and do these jobs and you go to these offices and you still, like, everything that's out there in the world is still in that goddamn office. 
Mm-hmm. And people love to act like it's not. And it's like, I don't know where you live, but to Rama, if you don't, it doesn't stop. It still breaks nope. down at work because yep. they know that if they stick together and they, you know, they, and they have the rank, it's power there. It's the structure. It's just how yep. it is. It's us against them. And it's like, and it doesn't even have to be that way, though. I legit don't care about anything that they do. And that's the point. I legit mm-hmm. don't give a fuck. Do what you're right. going to do. Just leave me the fuck alone. Right. Don't Let me just do my I'm job ready. and go home. That's all I want to do. And it's like you're in the office, and if more and more black person sit around having a conversation, they always love to walk up. What are you guys doing? You're fine. Get the fuck out of here. I didn't hear nothing you just said because your phone went out again. <laughs> what was the last thing I heard? I heard room full of black people. Oh, I said don't let it be a room full of um black people or whatever, like two or three or more standing together. And they love to walk yeah. up to you. What are you guys doing? Yes. Oh, no, it's not what you guys doing. It's, do, do you need help with something? Is, is something? Is something going on? Honey, if you honey. don't get the entire fuck away from my cubicle right now, Sharon, I don't have time for you. <laughs> I cannot <It's>, stand it. <laughs> I've had years of these microaggressions, years yeah. of them, and it's just like now, just facing a Trump presidency, I'm not having it. I'm fired mm-hmm. up, ready to go. I'm not having it. I'm not like bring it. Right, I'll be time enough for you because. All right, like no, I'm not giving anything up. And right. yeah, yeah, he was trying. I was like, this is something you were supposed to do, and you just got the nerve, the unmitigated gall to yell at you. And I'm, you know, mediocre white man. I don't have to do this. So anyway, <laughs> so let me put him to bed. So let me tell you, I have uh, um. I was talking to my cousin, and she told me that I could repeat this. Okay. <laughs> she called and tell me, girl, I cackle. But fuck her ex nigga with a, 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 with a cactus. Fuck that nigga. Oh, my God. Um, so with the chain baseball bat. Yes, yes, with Lucille. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, they broke up, and um, she, you know, wasn't feeling him. She legit tried to work with this nigga. Okay. You know like, everything that you as a black woman could do to support a nigga, you name it, she did it. Okay, and Issa Rae. Go ahead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He was, you know, I'm talking like she, she put in work to help him. And okay. she was like, it was driving her crazy because he wasn't, you know, organized and mm-hmm. she didn't keep records and, you know, all of the stuff that you're supposed to, the the, the, the details, the devil okay. in the details. And she was just like, you know, she's concerned, she's worried, you know, and just all this different stuff because she's just like, I, she's like, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. And she's like, and I tried. And I was like, all you did was try. So that's fine. So she went and got her own, you know, place. Then she moved out. No way. She had her own place. She put him out. Pardon me. And so <laughs> she was. He was all like, "I can't be there if you're gonna be there." And blah blah blah. And I... so just yeah. So she was like, "Okay, the keys under the door. Um, 
go and be gone from this time period to this time period. So mm-hmm. you can go get some stuff then. And she had bagged most, most of it up. And so she was just saying, like, her crock pot, they both had a crock pot there. He took hers by accident. So she was just like, leave it at your mom's house. I'll go pick it up later. And um, then she was talking to her other friend and was like, yeah, you know, just telling him how he's been acting since they broke up. And he was like, and he went in there and took all his stuff out. And she was like, yeah. And he was like, you better check your underwear drawer. Check your drawers. <laughs> so she was like, no, I ain't going to take my drawers. He acted like that, go check your drawers. So she naturally, eventually goes to check her underwear drawer. She was like, no, I don't think no, my panties was missing. But she said, and I always kept the purple bag in the back of my drawer with my sex toys. And she said, and that's missing. I said, that nigga stole a bag of dicks. I can't. He said, all her little toys. Oh, my God. I said, he got you fucked up. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> I laughed. I'm like, I was like a smooth 45 minutes when she told me that shit. I was like, yeah. Like, I said, he did not. So she was like, yes, they gone. I said, you know what? I said, it's one of two things. I said, either he threw them away or he hid them. So you'll find them. Yeah. Like the, you know, like the most inappropriate place. Or whatever. Right. And so she was like, nah, he threw him away. He had to. I was like, oh, my God. He oh, my God. He all her sex toys. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I always say let the petty use you, but that's a, it's a lie. Like, Back on the fact that I don't take care of my business. Yeah. 
you would continue mm-hmm. to take care of me, but because you don't love yourself, you're walking mm-hmm. away from everything uh-huh. I have not done for you. Uh-huh. <laughs> all of that shit. Oh, girl, because she said, she was like, you told me I had no time. I was like, where? How? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what did I that, can't. Don't you know what that means? I was like, girl, I can't I you know how, like, when you are done with a nigga shit and you're tired of the games and the bullshit, yes. like, it's like, I see what you're doing. I know what's happening here, and I'm tired. They yes. really, really try to talk to you like you're crazy. Right. <laughs> right. Like, you and made that, all this shit up for the past six years. <laughs> and all the stuff too much, bitch, you crazy. <laughs> <laughs> protect your magic and just concentrate on making yourself better because mm-hmm. you can't help these niggas. You just can't. I don't know. They do shit that. like steal your sex toys. Listen, girl, they older than me. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I'm like, oh, my God. And this what you have to look forward to. And that's why I be trying to tell these women out here. I'm like, just, you know, people get older, but they don't mature. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of girlfriends friends who dated older men and were so surprised and how raggedy they were. Like, I'm talking yes. like older men who did not have their shit together. Older men living like they're like 19, 20, making those kind of life decisions for themselves and just fucking up. And you sit there yes. like, my nigga, how do you be out here with no car, no insurance, no stable place, no stable house? Like, I'm sorry, but like, like when I was growing up, I lived with my parents and they were so goddamn strict. And I know it was by design because they were like, mm-hmm. my dad always told me, he's like, you getting the fuck up out of here. And I was like, hey, well, like, I'm raising you to be self-sufficient and independent. You can go out here, you can get your own house and your own car right. and pay your own bills. You're not going to be living with me. He's like, when you turn 18, he said, you go to college or the military. But you can't stay here. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Beat me in the head. I was six. And I was like, oh, I'll be the same thing with my daughter. Listen, honey, you ain't going to be up in here too much longer. Like, I'd be, like, be like, you ain't leaving me. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. She can't leave me. She need to go ahead and uh, apply for, because we moving back to Florida, so you need to go ahead and apply. Um, for whatever you are school. not going to know how to act when she's 18 and tells you, Mom, I, I applied for school on the West Coast, and I got accepted, and I have a full scholarship. She don't have to pay for anything, and I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Oh, girl. We're okay. going. We're going that together. In your ministry, honey. But no, I, I cut the cord. Somebody thought I was like bonkers when I was like, I was like, no, whatever school she goes to. Oh, it was Pearl. I said whatever school she goes to is the school that I mean is the state that I'm moving to. And they're like, that's stupid. And I'm like, first off, it's smart because in-state tuition, okay? Girl, <laughs> part, but no, honey. I Funny part, that's why I'm pushing my child as academically the way I do. Because I'm like, oh no, we can apply for scholarships. Listen, Amy don't even, Amy says she just wants to do hair, so I can't be mad at her. 
So my next house, I already know, and be there for a smooth ten years. My next house, so um, yeah, no, mm-mm. I no, can't. Oh. Wherever she goes is where I'm going. Ava says she wants to do hair. She wants to move to Paris. Well, I guess we're going to Paris. Huh. I'm not playing with y'all. I'm going wherever That's my baby cute. goes. Cute for you. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> That's your, that's your I have to I, I have to protect her. I am a helicopter mom. I'm trying to break out okay. of this, but it's not happening. So yeah, because she's she's older than my daughter, and my yeah. daughter does some stuff that I know your daughter doesn't do. Yeah, your daughter goes to the park by herself. I just started allowing Ava to go to the park by herself, and then like I'd be like I'd be like, okay, it's thirty minutes later, let me go check on her. <laughs> Well, I used to do that. She was like, but it's, we have a, a we have it's a lot of kids in our neighborhood anyway. So yeah, they're always for the longest time she had to play out front and wasn't allowed to go to the park. She didn't start going to the park till she was about seven or eight. But she had to yeah. earn that because she's been going outside since she was like three or four. Yeah, but it was always you have to stay in front of the house where I can see you, like in our front yard. Right. Right. And, you know, the kids would just have to congregate in our front yard until after she got older. Then I was like, okay, you can go to the park, and it's cool. She all right. The kids know each other. I can ask the kids questions. They'll tell me what happened. That's the one thing I do like about my community. I do know all the parents who have children. Yeah. So I can go to their parent and be like, listen, this is And they know, and they already know I will come up there and turn that bitch out. So I don't have to Yeah. And I think, like, I, we don't know, we don't know, I, I make it up, I make it my business to not know my neighbors. Um, yeah. And so I, I'm just real, I'm, as y'all say, clandestine. So, um. <laughs> but my clandestine is, I don't know how other people mean it when I, when they say that. I don't know if they mean it the same way I do. Okay, because somebody told me at work, and I was like, you just nosy. But, <laughs> but like, I just try to stay for myself. Like, it's the less you know about me and the less I know about you, the better we can get along. And so Ava doesn't know, like, any kids out here for real. And so, and then they're not, they're not very um, melanated people. And so oh, I just, I need her, like, I don't, she can't operate like, you know, like a white person out and here. She the shopping cart and ride through the parking lot. Like they do awesome fuck shit because right. you know, something happens. Yeah, something she just is no. She's not you yeah, know. she's gonna be in trouble. <laughs> no. Right, and so what we're working on now is trying to get her around more uh, mm-hmm. brown kids, more people that look like her. So yeah. we're trying to find. We're out here scoping, trying to find some urban mm-hmm. areas to take her to. <laughs> um, she in the Girl Scouts? No. Mm. Hmm. I would say, but even the Girl Scouts is not they is white. Oh, out there it is. Yes, where do you think we uh-huh. live at? <laughs> we don't live in we don't live in Norfolk. Oh <laughs> uh, well, I I told you I liked it when I was down there. I was like, okay, it's chill down here. Yeah, we've been living here since 2007, since she was like 10 months old. So. Mm-hmm. I, of course I know my neighbors. I've been here almost 10 years. So mm-hmm. I've seen them really change and come and go. And, um, yeah, they know. they pretty much, it's, it's a little different. We Like these kids, she's known since she was pretty much born. They're all, like, around the same age. Yeah. But um, it's, it's just good to get them out. But that's the fuck shit niggas say. <laughs> when you okay. don't. We always go off on tangents. 
tell her we're helping each other. Right. So <laughs> we'll talk offline. We'll talk offline. <laughs> but no, like I was saying, I had some girlfriends who didn't understand how these older niggas be out here living like high school niggas. Yeah, like they really, they really do. Love somebody, and I was like, "Girl, wait till they have to start going to the nursing home because <laughs> won't nobody take care of the asses or care for right. them. They will for their kids, and their kids won't help them out, and they be having that they had that first stroke at fifty two. Mm. I said, "Watch that shit." So yeah, <laughs> you just gotta be careful. But I was just, but when she said that, he told her, I just, it just. I, it was so ridiculous, but so sad and tragic. I think it it, it was both for a loop, like <laughs> yeah. And you like you be legit mad, and then you hear them talk, and you be like, you know what? I'm mad at myself. The only person I have to blame is myself. I'm the stupid okay. one here. You're not stupid. Okay. It's me. It's all okay. me. And I clearly make horrible decisions as an adult. Look at my life. Look at my choices. Right. So, I did this to me. <laughs> I respond, and all you can do is just be like, you know what? That's all me. Like I'm, I'm right. Wrong. I was wrong. Like, like when that happened to me, I had to go sit my ass in the corner, and I'm like, you know what? I everything that happened in this relationship was all me. I did this. I mm-hmm. allowed this person to think that they could talk to me this way. They could treat mm-hmm. me this way. They could get away with murder. I still took care of this person. And when I leave, now I'm wrong because you fucked up. You, I do. I make horrible decisions. Yep. I forgive you, sir. Go on about mm-hmm. your day. Good day, Greg. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you, just, and you really be mad at yourself. And they feel it because then you all kinds of hoes and bitches. And, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then now of course. They could dig out. And you just be sitting there like, my nigga, but you liked it. Ain't nobody going to want you. You this oh, and you that. I was told that the first time I heard that, I really legit, like, for a second was like, what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because, it, it throws you for a Because the thing is, I would not let him move in. I was like, if you move in here, we're getting married. Like, we're not mm-hmm. going to be living together just to live together. Like, right. Like, if I, like I said, at the time, I think my daughter was like three, two or three mm-hmm. at the time. So I was like, oh, fuck no. Like, oh, you ain't going to go call me. Oh, no. You got to be ready to, to, to do this. Like, this is not right. a game. Like, right. these bills are real. And this right. man really was all like, well, that's not realistic. People, you know what I'm saying? They at least live together at least nowadays. And blah, blah. I was like, yeah, they live together. But, but nigga, we got a baby. <laughs> like, why, why should you in? Like, we're not even, like, you're not even trying to, like, you're not even saying, I want to be with you. I love you. Like, let's, you know, build a future together. Like, you just want to, you just need a place to live. He's a hobosexual. Hobosexual, yes. Yes. And mm-hmm. I was like, no. I was like, you need to go get your own place and pay your own bills and live the life you want to live. Like, don't drag me into your shit. And he was like, well, do you know how much it costs? And back then, I was like, $700 a month. And she was like, well, well, yeah. I was like, well, won't you just do that? He was like, it's just you by yourself. You don't have any children. Get you an efficiency, and then you can fuck all the bitches you want. Right. Like, you can really get out here. 
And he was like, well, why would I do that? Well, we could just split the rent. Oh, no. See, that's the thing. Nigga, bye. I was like, I don't pay rent. I have a mortgage. I was like, secondly, <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, this is not a game. I said, and thirdly, you think because you got half of 700 that that's enough to come up in here? Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Please. You were smart. You were smart because you saved yeah. yourself a whole lot of headache. I mean, I just wasn't pressed. I was like, listen. Yeah. If I have to be out here by myself, and I know it's gonna be hard. It's hard. Mhm. But I just I don't. I'm sorry. I just can't do this situationship type shit. And these yeah. these, these, these mediocre lowered expectation. <laughs> and I wish you know what I wish I had you know, that. I'm I'm, I'm yeah. I, I really wish I had that okay. insight when I at my age like. Seven years ago, I wish I had that insight. Hell, not even seven years ago. I wish I had that insight 11 years ago. Because <laughs> I would have been like, no, like, I, I'm good. Uh, like, and I think I think people saw the fact that I was good. Like, I was going to school. I had my own mm-hmm. place, taking care of my kid, working full-time, working two jobs, and going to school. Like, I was really out here trying to get my shit together. And I, mm-hmm. I let people see me. Yeah, I'm a strong person. I'm hustling. I'm out here doing what I have to do. They saw that, and they're like, oh, my God, let me let me attach myself to her. And that shit brought me down. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I mm-hmm. wish I had known all of this. Like, either way, it would have been a hard situation. So, had I did yeah. it on my own, it would have been a struggle. I was doing it on my own, it was still a struggle. But then when I got with their asses, it was still a struggle. You know struggle. what I mean? It's like, I should have just been that by myself the entire time. Let me tell you something. I said in 2013 that I was no longer going to entertain struggle dick. Because my thing was like, you do, <laughs> you, it's nothing wrong if you demand that someone comes to the table with half their shit together. That's right. the minimum. Like, cause my right. dad, it's so funny. My dad told me all the time. He was like, when you get in a relationship with somebody, he was like, yes. He was like, as a woman, your life should improve, but also right. that man's life should improve as well. He was right. like, because when I got with your mama, I had car suits. Now we've been together. We married. We stable. I got a suit for every day of the week. <laughs> yes. He was like, my life got better because he was like, that's why he married him. When he met her. He was like, you got a cut. He said, you got a TV. She said, yes. He was like, she did by herself. She said yes. She had kids. No, but she had a job. He was like, I'm Maria. Outside yeah. of the fact that he loved her, but it was the simple things like you know. And then at the same time for him, he on the flip side, he had a plan for his life. He had a plan. Right. For his life. He was like, I want to be with a woman who can help me work my plan. She got a job. She's stable. She's not gonna come here. She don't need me. I don't gotta spend all my money on all these most kids and shit. Like we can really, you know, get together and do this. And it's like the same premise for me. I have a child, but I take care mm-hmm. of my child. And I handle my responsibility, and I do whatever mm-hmm. little bit I have left over to save that or whatever. My thing is, I'm not asking you for anything, but all you do come over this way. You, I, yes, it's not a game. You need to have your shit together. It don't yes. matter me on point. You don't gotta make as much money as I do. Yeah, mm-hmm. you to be able to pay but you got to be doing something, and you got to have a plan. It's something like this is what you want to do, and you're gonna work weekends, you know, like a couple extra nights a week, so you can put the money inside. Do it like I can help somebody do something like that. I'm for. Yeah. If yeah. you're yourself, I can I can step in and oh yes, we can come together, no problem. But when you just, 
I'm just going, you know. Oh, God. I mean, I had to listen to excuse after excuse after excuse. And so why these niggas, like, each one, each one, like, couldn't get it together. It was like, my nigga, just do it. Right. I'll never forget. I was, oh, my God, I'll never forget. This was, like, a few months before, a few months before me and my ex split. And this is when it was starting to go downhill. You know, you, you know, you starting mm-hmm. to have the conversations about going your separate ways and stuff. And I'll never forget. I was sitting on the bed and this nigga says to me, I don't think I want to work anymore. I'm tired of working. Oh, and I was like, I'm sorry. What, what happened? <laughs> he said, I don't, I, I don't, I don't want to go to work anymore. And it wasn't like, I'm going to, I'm going to do yeah, my own thing. I have this business on the side and I, this is going to still keep us afloat. It was like, yeah. no, I just want to not work because I'm tired of working. And I, at yeah. that moment, the light bulb came on. It was like, bitch, if you don't get the entire fuck out of here, you better. Yeah. And <laughs> that's what's yeah. like over the next couple of weeks, I was like, you know what? I say, you know, I'm just going to, I'm just going to go. I'm just going to leave because this is not working mm-hmm. it's, it's not gonna work at all i'm like what the fuck you mean you you tired of working none of us want to work none of us want to work right are you tired oh. you tired of coming to a house that has you know furniture and, and, and cable and lights you flick the light switch you and them bitches come on you tired of that you have electricity and running water. You tired of that? You tired? Right. On a regular basis? But that was, it was my fault, though. It was my fault because I coddled a grown person and mm-hmm. I took care of everything. I That was me. It was like, that's my job is to take care of everything. And I, I enabled that. I enabled that in that person. And it, so, yeah. Mm-mm. Nope. Excellent. Never again. And I'll never forget. For me... I deactivated my whole car when I got pregnant because I said I was going to take my mother, being a mother, seriously. Mm-hmm. So it was funny. I was explaining to one of my friends. She was like, you know, you're really embracing this mother thing, and you're really taking it serious and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, um, duh, bitch, you know. Come on right. But <laughs> it was just, <laughs> like, what kind of, well, no, you have to be the most indecent human being and not take care of your motherfucking kids. And that's male or female. Always and I know some. of the love. Only the lowest of the low don't take care of their kids. And I'm not talking about I'm not talking about you taking care of somebody else's kids and you got your own motherfucking kids or you pick and choose which kids you want to take care of. No, I'm talking about all your goddamn kids. Right. How they came to be or where they come who they mama is, you take care of them motherfuckers, period. Right. You don't do that shit. If you're not doing that shit, you some bullshit. And the same thing, (laughs) oh, you end up with this one, baby daddy, because you like him more than the other. Shut up. Shut the fuck up, bitch. No, <laughs> ain't shit. So anyway, what was I saying? What was my point? Damn it, let me put this out. So you decided oh. you was going to take parenting yeah. seriously. This, so this was, lady comes up to you and says. No, no, no. I was just explaining, like, the discernment that I should have been using when I was single, I feel, you know, I'm definitely using it now as a mother. And yeah. that was the difference for me. Because before you would take them penitentiary chances on dick, you know, just mm-hmm. out here wilding and shit. It's okay. We all did it. You know, mm-hmm. it's fine. But once you know you become a parent, like, yeah, you're gonna have to figure this, this shit, figure this shit the fuck out, and right. cut it out. I don't have time for no pain. And I, I was mm-hmm. like, and this is the last thing I'm gonna do <clears throat> is bring somebody up in this house and have me and have my child watch me go through hell behind some dick. Right. <laughs> uh. Uh-uh. I ain't having that. So, 
it's been easy as far as, you know, like just to have, you know, my, you know, little friends with benefits here and there. That's fine. It's, you know, it's what you do. It's what you got to do. Mm-hmm. But when you decide you want to be serious and, you know, start dating, like, which it took me a long time to get to that point because I was, you know, five just trying, you know, trying to, I was on the grind so hard, you know, I really, I wouldn't want to, I, I was on my grind so hard and I was so determined to do it, you know, I had tunnel vision. So I really mm-hmm. wasn't checking for me. That was checking for me, like, mm-hmm. and it also deep down, I was like, I just couldn't do it, but it was a hard life. I'm not right. gonna say like it was easy. It wasn't. It was hard. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was hard. Like there was sometimes, you know, yeah, you want to go do this, you want no, nah, you ain't gonna do it. There are times you just want to go out, bust it up, can't do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. it's not easy. Like the sacrifices you make. And for me, it's like at this age in my life, if you have not gone through those steps, if you have not sacrificed, if you've not hit the bottom and built your way back up, I don't want nothing to do with you. Right. And for me, it's more about the older I get, it really is more about character. Like, mm-hmm. what have you been through and how did you respond to that? What's really inside of you? What are you really made of? Are you going to make it out here or are you going to fold? Like, are you a diamond or a pipe? with this pressure, right. like, what's happened? What's happened? Right. And that's, you know, the only thing I'm really interested in, you know, when I talk to these dudes. But I just, but it's, but in order to get to, you know, the, the that kind of nigga, you got to go through the fuck shit, unfortunately, dude. Like, yeah. there's no way around it. <laughs> so, with all this being said, because it seems like we're creeping into the next topic, which is uh, yeah, Insecure. Yeah. And uh, this, the season finale was, uh, <laughs> it was, Everything. <laughs> it was everything. Right. And, you know, it Lawrence is the guy that we're we're currently talking about. Pretty much. This is for all the Lawrence's out there, which if I have seen Lawrence, had a by Lawrence. the way. I have. I, I have had a Lawrence. Lawrence is my ex. <laughs> Lawrence wouldn't step up from some of these other niggas because at the minimum. He, I like, Lawrence I could see... He had, he had, he had a vision, mm-hmm. and it seems like he sort of had a plan, mm-hmm. and I feel like Issa supported him in that initially, and then she got tired of it, like most women do, but instead of mm-hmm. her communicating that to him, she, like, mm-hmm. shut down, and then you start pining for your ex, and now, like, you're out here cheating like she had cheated long before that man put his peanut in her uh, vagina. So, because she was mentally cheating. So, like, she just fucked up. She fucked up. Like, all she, all she had to do was use her word. My nigga, listen, when she was coming home, all the stuff that she was really saying to Molly, she should have been saying to Lauren. Right. Because when she did come home, she was just trying to keep the peace, and I think that's also a mistake that a lot of women make. When you mm-hmm. feel some type of way, it's a catch-22. It's like this. Sometimes, you know, men don't want to be nagged, and that's fine. I get it, but uh, listen, if we fucking, you want to listen to what the fuck I got to say. Right. Some you ain't at work, so you ain't got nothing to do. I ain't okay. distracting you from nothing. Okay. 
And if yes, I and I yes, I promise not to bother you during the game. That I can deal with. But mm-hmm. when it's time to talk, we gotta sit down and talk. You gotta engage, and I really need for you to hear me out and really mm-hmm. listen to what I'm saying because, like, it's it's important, and you have to do it. If you can't do that give and take and that exchange, then you're going to find yourself in this type of situation. But with Issa, I was mad she went to back to the old nigga because I was like, I mean, keep it 100. It was the reason why that shit didn't work out back then right. or it never popped right. off. You know, and that's one thing that I also learned, like, going back in the past, like, back to old, old, old niggas. Don't or do it. Don't. It's never going to work the way you want. It's mm-hmm. not. It's the reason why it ended. If it was supposed to be, it was. It would never stop. Or you would sound each other again and it would have been trust. Mm-hmm. But she, that's where she fucked up because I was like, he's not really any better on the Lawrence scale if you look at it. I mean, yeah, he's producing and doing all the other kind of stuff, but he's just a in the spot nigga. Mm-hmm. Like, that's yeah, that's what he's doing, but. Yeah. Nah, anybody else out there you can fuck with? I mean, it should have just been some random nigga if he was going to do it. Shit. Right, and that's my thing, like, she should have, I feel like, okay, and if you wasn't, this could have been handled so much better, because I feel like if she was gonna, if she was gonna mess with Daniel or whatever, okay, boom, you tell, don't just get up while he's sleep and leave, like, you need to, again, use your words and be like, listen, what we just did was a one-time thing, it's not gonna happen again, like, I'm with Lauren, I thought it, I thought it was something that, like, you know, I, I needed to see how this was gonna play out. I don't like the way this is going, so let's let's just keep mm-hmm. it cute. Let's go our separate ways. But no, she leaves him and then she don't answer his calls. Of course the nigga's gonna pop up. What you think? Yeah. With him popping up, I didn't like that. When he popped up at no, the No, I don't like that shit either. Oh um, I would that would have been that would have been dead to right the moment he showed up my job. I'm like my nigga. But that's her fault though. That's her fault though, because she 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 why are you talking to him? Like right. he, don't about like I was, and that was the thing that made me kind of look at him funny. Like my nigga, don't come to me on my job off some bullshit just because right. we were in the car on a Friday night and you blew me the fuck off or whatever, or you made it awkward. Just my nigga, no, I'm at fucking work, and if you don't have, if you mm-hmm. don't have shit or like in the middle of call me or text me and send me a note to say, hey, let's meet, you know, sometime when you're free. My nigga, who does that? Like what? Is that? Right. And if I'm ignoring you, know, just let it go. Like he's not. He's no, that's not, no, mm-mm, no. That's why I didn't really see it with Daniel. I didn't, and I don't think he's cute. I don't know what it is about this nigga. I don't, <laughs> I like I, yeah, I don't like him either. I really I don't. don't like him. Like, oh, why are you messing with me? Why are you talking? I'm like, ugh. Why? Yeah, I don't see what she sees. But he just, anyway. But she, she also, you're right, she just didn't use her words to just express all that stuff. So it was like, girl, he thinks this is okay. Right. I'm sure in his mind, you know, he's thinking like, oh, it's all right for me to lay on the couch and, you know, blah, blah, blah. She should have said something about the job sooner as opposed yeah. to just the way she even brought things up. Like the funny part was when he was like, you know what, maybe um, like if I could do it, like this just lets me know, like when he got the job offer, he was thinking about declining. She was like, um, no, like the way she came out, like, nah, nigga, you got to work that job. It was really right. And that's that why I was looking at him sideways too. I was like, Lawrence, man, you just being you just being an ancient. Right. But see, at the same time, mm-hmm. she had told him, "I'm not trying to hear all that. I'm pie in the sky talk. You need to bring home a check." He would have known, right. like, nah. <laughs> but 
but you know, because so I'm like, I, you can literally do both. Like, you can work you on can. your stuff and work. We're doing it right now. <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, we're, we work full time jobs and then we do stuff, our hobbies or whatever, our dreams on the side. Like, everybody mm-hmm. in the world does it. So, it's possible. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear, you know what I mean? And then, like, as your stuff starts growing on the side, then you start tapering off your full time. But you don't just not work. People need to eat. You don't. Yeah. If you don't work, you don't eat. That's how I feel right. about it. Right. Right. Like it's it's not it's not a game out here. Like it's hard out here. It's cutthroat out here. Right. Like for real. And you need to be bringing some form of money into the house. Listen, I don't want no hookups. Nope. <laughs> like I, I want. I, wait, wait, wait. Cold has cold. If you can fix stuff and you can like you know make stuff nice, you know that's cool. But like yeah. that, but that's also if you don't make a whole lot of money. You make, right. you know, minimum wage or some shit, but you can fix shit. I might, you know, I might, or whatever. Right, that's why I was like, okay, Lawrence Wayne got that best oh, job. Okay, he's showing initiative. He cleaned <laughs> up, you know. He, you know, he straightened up the house. I was like, oh, Lawrence, okay. Oh, I see you. Okay. That, but you got to keep doing that. You got to consistently do it. Right. And that's the thing I, I don't think, like, dudes always be like, you know, do you, you know, the women out here, like, they want too much. They want too much. They want you to, they want you to work and cook and clean. It's like, nah, really, we, a little bit surprises the fuck out of us, for one thing. So, it's like, no, all you got to do is take care of home. Take care yep. of your responsibilities. Yep. Show that you're trying to do your best. That's all mm-hmm. it takes is effort. Girl. And then, too, I think a lot of niggas don't understand about, like, housework and shit. Like, mm-hmm. I know my mom and daddy, my mama cleaned, my daddy did the lawn and shit. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, they both work. Both of my parents were full-time working people. So my mother... They the way they left in the morning. Of course, my mother left first, and my dad made sure we got to school. So my mother mm-hmm. came home first, and she would get home, do laundry, dinner, all that other stuff. So by the time my father came home, because he went to work later in the morning, by the time he came home, it was time for dinner. All he'd do was come home, you know, wash his feet, because he did it every day when he came home, wash his feet, and then he would come downstairs, you know, but he put his little his little lounge clothes, and we eat dinner, and then mm-hmm. you know they would have our night. And so mm-hmm. it, it was, he knew her knew her role, and they did yeah. it. And it's like, Because essentially a relationship is a business venture. Like, everybody got to play their position. I wouldn't say business <laughs> venture, but it's a partnership. Nigga, it's a we, business. We, we, we Anytime it. money is involved, it's a business. <laughs> we are partners. Listen, I bring a check. So, yes, and this is a project name I think they really don't like is the fact that, Women who do work, it's like, wait a minute. Yes, I do work. Therefore, I do want to have a say in how we spend our bills. Right. Because my nigga, if we gonna be together, what's the end game here? Like for me, I want to retire. Right. So now I don't have money to blow on lottery and all that other bullshit. I have a budget. Right. Needed in my budget. Fuck that. I'm gonna retire. <laughs> okay. Side so note: I, know. I have budget. started. I, I have started my weed budget. <laughs> you better. You better. Okay. <laughs> Life. I was like, I had to upgrade. Honey, listen, I'm not working past 65. You know what I'm saying? And if I give right. it to you, you got all this debt and all this stuff going on. Oh, no, I'm not paying on that. Yeah, <laughs> no, listen, I got yeah you got to get that together. So, and for me to say that, I also paid down my debt. The only debt I have, you know, outside of my student loan and my mortgage. 
You know, that's that's how I like it. <laughs> like, yeah. No. So it's like you have, yes, you have to be, both of you have to be on point. That's the whole thing. Right. But you got to be equally yoked. Look it up, goddammit, and read that shit. You both have to <laughs> have to be on, 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 on point. If you want to be, right. if you want to partner who's on point, be the suck on point, you damn self. Mm-hmm. Okay. Be so, the change you want to see, nigga. Okay. And that's, you know, for men and for women. Stop complaining mm-hmm. about the opposite sex. That's bullshit. It's raggedy niggas. It's raggedy broad. Be what the fuck right. you're supposed to be out here. And if you see somebody raggedy, male or female, stop fucking with them. Yep. Talk about that shit. Say, you know what, oh, this isn't working. And let that person know. It's really simple. Be like, it's not working because I don't like this, I don't like that. And if they don't see, like, okay, all right, I do do that. You write about that, or I'll try. Like I never noticed it, but now that you're telling me, I'll try not to do it. That's the person worth living and being with. Right. If if your initial reaction to your partner saying some shit to you is to argue or say, "Well, you do this," then no, no, no. It's okay. It's okay. It's legit. Okay. Bring it back memories. Bring back so many memories. PTSD. It was. It was. They both were raggedy. Issa was just as yeah. raggedy as she was. She was. She did. She did not communicate. She should have said what she was trying to say. What was how she felt. Right. To him. And then. And, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, and then Molly. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with Molly. Um, Molly is desperate she mm. clearly wants somebody she's desperate but has her um what's the word i'm looking for she, her 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 oh my god i think i smoked too much last night what the fuck her <laughs> expectations are way mm. above what she's bringing to the table mm. so to speak like she, yes she's she an attorney like expectations Right, she does mm-hmm. not, and it's like you. This, this Jared is a good guy. Like he's a yep. BMW, mm-hmm. aka black man working. He, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Like every time you go to this his house, the nigga is home. So he ain't out here running the streets. <laughs> he knocked you off excellently. So what is it that you're not getting? The nigga keeps the, the finest of cereals. Like, what is it that you're missing? Besides the fact that, okay, somebody, like, got him off. A dude got him off when he was younger. Okay? My nigga, let me tell you something. It's the simple things. It's really not what a nigga can buy you because right. for real, for real, if you're a woman, you should she be able buy to buy it herself. She's an attorney. Yeah, goddamn self. Don't worry about what a nigga can buy for you, okay? Don't right. always worry about that shit. You know what I'm saying? It's the simple things. Like, if you have a well-stocked refrigerator, like a nigga with a deep freezer, <sighs> if a nigga got a deep freezer, my nigga, full of meat <laughs> and burgers and, 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 and waffles and shit that you can just thought, what? The finest of exotic meats. <laughs> the finest of ribs, my nigga. The finest of ground beef, my nigga. The finest. He coming through with the wag you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? With the motherfucker chop and shit. Yeah. The finest of turkey bacon. Whatever the fuck niggas eat, you know. I I rather I want regular bacon, but still, I could buy my own Listen, regular bacon. I want I want both bacon. 
My nigga, we can do both. Okay. Yeah, turkey sausage. We have beef sausage. We have pork okay. sausage. My nigga, we can ball out in the grocery store. That's sexy. Listen, we can team up together and buy these EBT cards off these hoes. Like, yeah, come on. Come through. Oh, my nigga, you got a flat? No worries. We got that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's some little things. Like, oh, I got a flat tire. Like, oh, it's okay. You know, it's not going to wreck the budget this month if I go get my tire fixed. Because we save right. any shit out here. Oh, you know, right. the refrigerator broke down. Let's not get it repaired. Let's just go get a new one. Okay, boo. Right. I'm trying to get this refrigerator and shit. I'm trying to have all the ice cubes. I want to crush. <laughs> I want, want moon-shaped. <laughs> okay? I want all of this. I want to be cut so I cut on, and I turn my lights on, and I, and I turn on my water. You know what I'm saying? I want to be comfortable. I want right. to know that I the finest of windows installed, you know what I'm saying, so I don't get dressed. I need to know that, you know, the roof is secure or whatever. I need to know the insurance is safe. Oh, I need to be comfortable. Right. I don't need to be worried about, listen, don't have bitches. Listen, let me tell you, it's real simple. Don't give my dick away. It's really <laughs> simple. Don't do that. It's okay. Just it, It's okay. Just don't do that. And just have me comfortable. It's what, I'm not complaining. Right. You want to play Xbox all day? Okay, fine. Did you did you take the trash out, nigga? Did you vacuum? Oh yeah. That's like, like, man, like, don't, like if you saw me laying around the house all day in my curlers, in my rollers, <laughs> with my stank ass on the couch, and I ain't cooked nothing, you know how that pissed niggas off? Well, it pisses women off. Right. What the fuck you supposed to do too? Picture that. So yeah. Oh, it's science. It's really simple, my nigga. If I'm comfortable and I don't want for nothing, ain't shit to argue about. I can we can, I can suck dick all day. It's okay. We we do shit all day. I don't care. Like as long as I'm comfortable in my clean house, it's it's Gucci, it's Gucci. But a lot of it's, it could all be so simple, <laughs> nigga. Jesus. I'm tired. Anyway, so you watch Queen Sugar, nigga. I did watch Queen Sugar, but I forgot what happened. <laughs> and I don't, listen, I was reading in the Facebook group this morning. I caught whoever shade that was about how I'm always hating the episodes of Queen Sugar. I heard you. I seen you. Okay. We still looking. We can't find that one motherfucking lie. proud of this finale. Um, Okay, first and foremost, I have to talk about it. When that cracker-ass cop spit in Terranova's face. I wanted to go off. I I did go off. I was, oh, I was, I screamed. Like, you remember, like, how people were reacting to the Red Wedding in Game Game of Thrones? I had one of those reactions. It was bad. And let me tell you, I had that reaction because this has actually happened to me. Oh. This actually, a ex, a ex's brother did this to me, and so it was like all over again. I felt every 
single emotion all over again. And I'm like, you just going to sit there? You just going to wipe your face? You ain't going to kill him? <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? Like, she was so, she was so dignified. But listen, I, I would have showed my black, entire black I ass. would have went to jail. I the first call my mama. Call my mama. Mm. I love her. I'm mad. Oh my god, I'm mad all over again. Um, <laughs> when I, I was like, that was too much. That was a bridge too far. Because she know it what? Was. Really did. They are in love. They want to be together. Okay, fine. Oh. But okay, he, he. Okay, cool. He left his wife. That's fine. Okay. Mm-hmm. You want you want to be with Tova. Be with Tova. But can mm-hmm. we get rid of this alt-right haircut? Because I can't. My nigga, he looks like he Jesus. It's too much. I was like, this is too much. Like, you that's She's what she me good old boy. But that's what just... I, I couldn't, no. And and then you have these kinds of friends like these like you you grow up around this you you see this and this is you're okay right. with this and you but how do you love me see that's a, for me that would be my question like how do you love me like mm-hmm. I wouldn't I couldn't believe it um I, <laughs> yeah I mm, no comment so um yeah. anyway, <laughs> <laughs> okay so I think it starts with um. With Beyonce's stepsister in the shower with um, Anthony um, uh, Johnson. Mm-hmm. Jeremy um, Phillip. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it was like, all oh, they're in the shower, and they love each other, so, you know, they're going to get back together. And yeah. It really is good for him. She's really good for um, Peter, Peter Bob. Just, yeah, I think if she keeps her head on straight, if she stays mm-hmm. away, you know, stays off the juice, then I think she'd be all right. Mhm, mhm. And Blue is just happy. And oh my god, so Blue. happy! I Carefree love black Blue. boy. Just, it's beautiful to behold. It's wonderful just to see how mm-hmm. happy he is. And that's all I want for him. And um, then. So wait a minute. What was next? So let's get to Vi. Okay. Vi is talking to um, Thomas Anthony, and that's when she was like, "So what about Hollywood?" Because he, well, he bought her the divorce papers when they came, mm-hmm. and I think he got a little um, twinge in his pants when he told her what happened because she was acting all funny about blue and shit with that whole custody thing. But mm-hmm. he was like, yeah, Hollywood didn't want to come to you empty-handed. He got his divorce or whatever. And then Vi was just like, oh, well, how come, you know, whatever, whatever. And he was like, yeah, because he saw you grinding up on some nigga at the bar. And that's when yeah. Vi just... Yeah, she all uh, at the Tweety Bird dancing up on some nigga. Mm-hmm. Her wig almost fell off when he told her. <laughs> you saw it? just went to the left. <laughs> her whole wig was like, oh, my God. I can't. That shit went wah wah wah. 
she tells Remy, like, I got to go. And Remy was like, I'm not going to be waiting on you. Right. And Remy I said, you got to earn the me. I applaud Remy because he came through like a dark-skinned nigga. He was like, no, boo-boo, I will not be draking for you. I will not be sitting around here waiting and and pining and coming up to your job and bringing you lunch. I'm not doing that for you because there's plenty of other bitches in the parish that want me, bitch. So, yeah, he gave gave all that. Thank you. (laughs) He gave her all of that. (laughs) You, Remy. <laughs> you right, and so right. she um she went to Davis's room, and Davis was like rubbing up on and trying to sleep with her and stuff. She was like, "I just can't mm-hmm. do it." And so he was like, "I knew it. I knew you didn't want to be with me. I just wanted to see." And he was like, "I'm not signing the deal." She leaves or whatever, mm-hmm. and then she goes. I'm thinking, okay, well, the deal is over. It's off the table. She goes to the strip club where mm-hmm. the other guy is, and she's all up in his face. Oh, let me backtrack because she told the dude's wife to mm-hmm. um to get him to sign a deal, and the girl was like, "No, I'm not doing it." And I know you, and I know it's against the law for you to leak that video. I'm calling your bluff, blah blah blah. So Charlie was like, "I wish you hadn't mm-hmm. done that." And so <laughs> then mm-hmm. she goes to the strip club. She sees dudes sitting there getting a lap dance, and she just starts calling off all these names, all these female names. And he's like, yep. what, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, those are all the women that are willing to corroborate the story that you raped them. And so she's like, I will release that. I, I have no problems doing that. And so he was like, all right, cool. Like, what? Like, okay, just stop it. <laughs> so she's like, mm-hmm. um, sign the deal. Tell them you'll go without Davis. And by the way, wire five million dollars into this bank account. You good for mm-hmm. it? And then she uh, she put, she walks off, but then she comes back and she's like, "And if you ever, I mean, she got in his face. If you ever Damn. violate another woman again, I will personally hurt you." Mm-hmm. And then she walks off, and he wired that money into her account ASAP. He tells because she need what? How much does she need for the meal? Like uh, for the like eight hundred or nine hundred thousand. Okay, so she got five mil from the ball player. Then yep. the then the guy the owner calls her and he's like, um, he's like, you really came through. David signed, and so he says, um, I'm I'm wiring you the five million dollars right now, and she mm-hmm. says, wire me four, and then put a and then give a mil to um some charity in the name of Melina Glutian, the lady who got right. raped by her mm-hmm. husband. And he was like, you're, you're a bomb. Like, <laughs> he said, mm-hmm. you're a boss. Like, not only did you do this, but now you're going to give me uh, a tax deduction. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. so she got her money for this meal. And I was like, she pulled it through and she talked to the farmers and it seemed mm-hmm. like all the farmers were on board to, you know what I mean? To, to come and have her grind for them and so I was like this is a boss move like she's going to be the first Mm -hmm. female black female uh, mill Um, owner in Louisiana like this is this changes the game and I think I applaud her for that because she was was doing bigger picture right and I to help him figure this out yep yep and she totally changed the game and I think Ralph I I I saw a part of me felt bad for Ralph Angel because he's like mm-hmm. this the deal that he came up with was a great idea 
to get what they needed uh, to get the grinding done for their uh, for their sugar cane. Love but it. it was such a short sighted idea because this mm-hmm. only solves the problem now. This but what about in the future? Because these people are still ganking us. Like they're still mm-hmm. out here getting sixty percent. You know what I mean of what we're of what we're selling, or is it the forty? They get the get they get the forty of uh you know of the percentage, and that's. It's highway robbery. And so she was thinking long term, like, this puts the ball back in our court. And Ralph Angel just could not see it. And I get it. I get it from a perspective of the fact that he's an owner. He's part owner of the farm. But mm-hmm. you got to think long term with this because you're not just going to do this for this season. You're going to do it again next year. What's going to happen next year? So mm-hmm. I, I just I love that part. I love the fact that she showed up like a boss. Yeah, and I think that um, she, I, it was for her, it was worth it. And I think maybe yeah. even though she does care about Remy, she probably wasn't ready, really ready, Mm-mm. because this was very. Yeah, she really hasn't been with very many other people outside of just Davis. That's what she knows, right? So right. she really, you know, had to figure it out. And um, now that she's done this, I'll be interested to see if she can move on to someone else. Right. At all, or if she's just going to kind of just, you know, lay low for a little bit and just run the mill. She's going to run the mill. Yeah, I think her and uh, Remy are going to have, like, a real nigga moment. She's going to be like, you know, right now it's just, you know, I'm not trying to run you along or string you along, but she's going to need his help because he has all the connects. Mm -hmm. True, true, true. And then, so the ending when Ralph Angel found the will that it oh my god, so beautiful. It was. I think at first I was like Ralph Angel gonna start acting like an asshole, but now that Charlie's up pulled off this mill, he's they. I hope he just realizes he needs to work with her. They need to work mm-hmm. together. And mm-hmm. I think it's good that he does own all the land. Um, because Charlie, she's good as far as the money's concerned. Tova, I don't know. She don't care. She got her little, you know, marijuana business in the, in her backyard. She really don't care. She's all about the ninth ward, or is it ninth mm-hmm. or the third? I don't know. It's about the it's whatever she's on. But mm-hmm. um, she's not. I don't think she's really hard pressed about that farm. But I do think she's gonna have. Um, I don't think they're gonna believe him. I don't. I think they're gonna. Mm-hmm try to not give him all of the farm in the next well, season. I think that his dad wrote that letter. It depends on if it changes the um, initial will that he had on file yeah. with his uh, lawyer because he didn't have that one on file. Right. But I think he needed to hear that. Yeah. Oh, my God, yes. Because his dad, as he said in that letter, like, you know, you – could most benefit from this. You know what I mean? You of all people need this. You need a good, you know what I mean? Like you need a good setup basically because he has had it hard. But again, that was his daddy's fault because his daddy coddled him. Mm-hmm. Y'all got to start raising fuck boys. <laughs> I'm for real. I'm not even playing. I'm so serious. Like y'all got to stop raising these little boys like this. Like, God. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, girl. Woof. Girl, that was the 
I enjoyed this episode, mm-hmm. everybody. <laughs> it was good. It was good. It was well, good. Yeah. It, um. It's it, it's a good setup for next season to see what's going to happen and how this is all going to play out. And um, it's interesting. Charlie got what she wanted, and uh, Ralph Angel got what he wanted. Everybody got what they wanted except for Tova. Yeah. I mean, she got what she wanted. She got the white boy. Oh, they still together? But now you got to know. I don't know. But you know what? This. So going back to that, that was a reality check for her because Reagan Gomez tried to tell her, like, mm-hmm. they ain't for you. Like, this. If you're going to be in an interracial relationship, no. If you're going to be in a black and a white relationship, you need to understand, mm-hmm. especially if you live in, in New Orleans. Like, you need to understand what mm-hmm. comes with that. It's not, it's just, it's not going to be easy. And you're a reporter, so you you you're a reporter that writes from a black perspective about yep. all the disenfranchisement and all of this. So, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to the police, you got to understand that's going to be an issue. So the boys is after you now. Yeah. So then you got the police coming after you. You're in this interracial relationship. You know, it, it's just it's so much that's going to happen, and I think that's going to. I hope they go more into her story next season, so we can see like the different sides of all of uh, being in a black and white relationship. Ain't that easy? Just so mm. y'all know. I wouldn't know. I've I've never done it. <laughs> I don't know personally, but I just know like it just it 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 can't be. It just it's not. It's not that easy. Uh, from what I've seen, because uh, I have um, family members who are in interracial relationships, I can say from mm-hmm. what I've observed. For me, the most difficult thing is when you discover that your spouse uh, has a little bit of the schism. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> yes, and I can't. Like, you know what? No. Nah. I can't. I just can't wrap my mind around that, like. Once mm-hmm. I find out that you are racist, like, I, I like we got to go. No, yeah. You have to be, you're right. You For me, you have to be aware. Yeah. Like you have to be super woke. And yep. you have to be practicing every day. Like, you have to be a fucking white tip. <laughs> 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 like, I don't trust you. If you ain't a white tip, I don't trust you. <laughs> Because I don't want to fuck a gummy eraser. 
<laughs> like I don't know where you're coming from, and I can't, I can't roll, I can't, I'm not willing to take that chance. And that was yeah. just something for me. Like I remember growing up, and I hate this. I mean, I was told like. No, you don't no white man. <laughs> no. Yeah, because it's a fine line. It's a very fine line because you don't want to end up with someone who's racist, but then you don't want to end up like, you don't want to end up with some nigga like the guy from Atlanta. Like, yeah. oh, my God, you got to yeah. go to Africa. You're you're black and you've never been to Africa. Like, you can't, like, I don't need you to try to school me on what the fuck I go through. Like, and I need you to shut the fuck up, too, because <laughs> I don't need you. Like, seriously, this is why it's gonna, it will be yeah. so hard for me is because I don't need you telling me why you're a good white person. I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't, don't give a fuck me. what you think. You're don't not getting props from me. <laughs> right. Like, you don't you don't get kudos for waking up in the morning. Congrats. You woke up. Okay? That's what you're supposed to do. So, so mm-hmm. you don't get... You don't get credit from me for not being racist. I, no, I'm right. not giving you that. So, see, it's too much. I can't. Uh-uh. I can't. Mm-mm. I don't know what it is, but it's like when you know the truth, you can't unsee it. And yeah. for me, just all that I've dealt with and how I've seen it play out from just growing up, it just, it's not for me. I yeah. was raised by black men. Um I was unconditionally loved by a black man. I don't see myself loving anyone else. And for me, that's how I feel, and that's how I choose to live my life. And I choose to wade through this dating pool. (laughs) You know, I choose to do this, and it's it's what it is. It's what it's going to be because I need somebody that understands. Right, I, 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 and I'm you I know what I'm too. sitting here lying to y'all because I'm saying I, I've never and I actually have, <laughs> and because that because I wasn't woke quote unquote woke back then I didn't see it but now as an adult like when I talk to her I'd be like oh okay I see it I see it I I see it you don't and she has a black kid and I'm just like oh okay. <laughs> like you, you really don't like. She accidentally texted me something that was racist, and then she's like, "Oh my god, that wasn't for you." And it's like, "Oh okay, <laughs> wow. what the fuck was? Yeah." Oh. And it's like, "What? What the fuck? Okay, all right." So yeah, I lie. I do know. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> so she legit texted a watermelon joke and was like, "That's not for you." She te- Yeah, it was. Something I cannot remember, you, but it was you, racist. You don't have to go back to what it was, but it, like, yeah, it was it was, it was, it was racist it was, it was, in nature. Like I'm saying, it was. You're not. We're not mistaken on this. <laughs> no, I'm not. It, yeah, it was. It was. Oh. It was definitely racist. And um and I looked at it and I was like, the fuck. And so she sends me another text and she was like, oh, I'm sorry, that wasn't for you. Um where it's something I was it was some, something for someone at my job so now I'm super like fucked with because you're doing this shit in the workplace and you like sent it to my phone and you didn't think enough to like apologize or to explain or whatever and I'm just like I'm just, ugh. it was just a it's a mess and see that's why I can't do it no more because I'm too woke yeah. Because past me would have been like, 
Patsy would have been like, oh, it's, it's okay. It's just a joke. <laughs> See, because my cousin, she's a kid. She has a mixed, her son is biracial. And when I came to his birthday party with my daughter, because they're very close in age, her husband, who's white, was like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. this is so-and-so's, uh, his son's name, um, Blazin, his black cousin. And this is his mother, mm-hmm. his Mexican cousin. And I was like... Why are you um, explaining that? Why? He thought it was funny, and everybody, I just kind of looked at him, and it was after that, I was just like, my nigga, how does this work? How are you racist now? Like, how are you, like, yeah. how? Because, like, his, because, you know, they were talking about, like, his brother dates, his wife is Mexican. So, you know, it, and he just kept talking about, like, you know, yeah, Uncle Uncle Charlie said I would be the one to marry a black girl or bring a black girl home or something, something, something. And I just looked at him like, what's wrong they with you? They fetishize that shit. Yeah. It's, it's like, a what, game. Like, what? And I was like, you know what? I just, that's not for me. I just, so I, this is what I want to know from y'all. Like, if y'all are in interracial relationships, then y'all need to write us and let us know how y'all, like, how y'all navigate that shit. All I know is, yeah. Because once I got spit on, I, that's why I'm asking if Tola is still with that nigga because. Wow. Well, he didn't spit on her. The other guy spit on her. All because I. No. No. Like, these are your, those are your people. Or whatever. Yeah. Like, that's how I was just like, those are your people. Like, just. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. You drank with him, you broke bread with him. And this is, but that's who, that's really who he is. And like, don't say you didn't know that. I wouldn't Jeez. believe it. It's hard. But y'all let us know. Yeah. But okay. We, so we have a letter. We just got a letter. We just got a letter. We just got a letter. Because you're really great. Oh, my God. So, this is a long letter, so I'm just going to read, it's broken down into paragraphs, and it's okay. so that it helps. But I'm going to give you some of the backstory, the problem, and then now. Um, this comes from um, a friend of the show, Sam. I recently got a phone call from this woman's best friend of 20 years. Let's call her Natasha, apologizing for the situation that led up led up to us no longer being friends and asked if we could work on our friendship again. I am not sure what to do. I apologize for this being kind of long, but I wanted you to have all the contacts. And boy, do we. So here's some <laughs> of the backstory. Um, six or seven years ago, Natasha and I had a major falling out after I told her the way she was being a shitty friend to me and not being there for me when I needed her. Um, Her response at the time was, um, there are things that I needed to, um, that I needed professional help with, and she simply couldn't be there for me in that way. And she said, that hurt me to my core because she also has had some fucked up situations in her, and even though I didn't know how to help, I always wanted to be there to listen. Um, She said for her, even that was asking too much because she was busy. 
So I heeded her advice and started seeing a therapist, and in a way, I thank her for pushing me away because she was right. I needed to learn the tools to be a friend to myself first. After a few months of therapy and working through my issues, she resurfaced with an apology and asking how she can be a better friend and also bringing up issues she had with me that she never addressed. I accept, and we attempt to move forward. And then earlier this year, and so this was like from six to seven years ago, then um, three years ago, Natalie and I decided to do a meetup in D.C. and hang out for Memorial Day weekend. The first night I'm there, she decides to spend the evening with her ex. I was disappointed, but I let it go. The wait. Na- wait, 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 wait. They agreed to go meet up in D.C. to hang out together. Mm-hmm. Over Memorial so she Day knew. Weekend. Okay. And then she goes and hangs out. Okay. She ain't shit. Go mm-hmm. ahead. I was disappointed, but let it go. The next night, we go out and party and have a good time, but I was completely hungover the next day and spent most of it in bed. When the evening came and I wanted to go out again, she was not up for it. Instead, she spent the evening on the phone with her new boyfriend. Again, I let it go because I have family in D.C., so I kicked it with them. The next day, she decided to go home early, and I spent the final day with her. <gasps> she ain't shit. Mm-hmm. So earlier this year, um, she goes. She says one day she had told me she had a grand idea for us to take a best friend's trip to commemorate twenty years of friendship, and um, I don't go she reluctantly agreed to it. Well, she reluctantly agreed to it in a phone conversation to figure out where we would go and when. She says to me that her boyfriend would have to go with us. I immediately object because that is one of the stipulations I put in place for us being friends again. No traveling together with us and her boyfriend. That Mm -hmm. turned into our ugliest argument to date. There was name calling and accusations, but the worst part was when she told me I was a terrible friend to her and I was just jealous of her. And, um, And then she said, I said some terrible things, too. I called her stupid, uneducated, and reminded her of the time she was arrested and also asked me to get utilities in my name for her. Bottom line, we both hit below the belt, but I was certain the nail had been put in the coffin of our friendship and it was over for good. So she says, here's the problem. Um, a few weeks ago, I had her blocked in my phone, but then a, new, a few months ago, I received a text message in the middle of the night from a random number um, exposing her news, sexual exploits, and evidence of her cheating on her rich boyfriend as part of a group text. Mm-hmm. At first, I got a good chuckle out of it, but then I felt bad because I knew she was banking her entire life on this guy and all of that was probably gone now. So I unblocked her and sent her the screenshots of what she sent to me and said, I hope everything is okay. She asked to call and I said she, and I, oh, and she did and told me everything that happened. I sympathized with her during the conversation, but then um, put her back on the block list. So, Uh, yeah. So last week, she forgot to add her back to the block list when I got a new phone. And last week, um, Natasha called. And I decided to answer in case there was something serious going on with her and her family. However, she was calling to offer another apology and to ask if we could be friends again. At first, I said I wasn't sure and I needed to think about it. But after she laid it on thick, 
she said she's in therapy because she wants to be a better person. I felt bad not giving her another chance, so I agreed to keep her unblocked and taking it one day at a time. We had one conversation after that, which lasted a couple of hours because we were catching each other up on kids and family. It was a nice conversation, and it even felt like old times when we were close. So fast forward to now. The problem is, after I put more thought into it, this feels like a repeat of what we've been doing over the past six to seven years and longer, if you count all the many arguments we've had our entire friendship. However, part of me feels like I should give this friendship another chance because we were once very close and for a very long time. I don't know what to do. Should I see if she has really grown and if we can salvage a 20-year friendship? How would you recommend moving forward, or should I walk away since I am less enthusiastic about yet another apology? Do I need to have another conversation with her, or can I just fade it out until she sees we can't reconnect as friends? And if I talk to her, what the hell am I supposed to say? Please help. I wouldn't be her friend. I wouldn't be neither one of y'all's friends. Because both both y'all, like, I don't like the fact that old girl was shady and having you come to D.C., and then she hangs out with her ex and her new boyfriend, and she leaves early, so she deserted you. Then she then she mad at you because she can't bring her boyfriend on a trip. I wouldn't be friends with you because you – I don't care how bad of an argument we get into. If we friends, you don't bring up shit that you've done for me. You don't bring up shit that I've done that, you know, is, is bad. Like, you don't bring up stuff – secrets and things that I've told you. That's shady on both ends. Both y'all, matter of fact, both y'all be friends. Stay friends with each other so can't nobody else be friends with y'all. Because that's raggedy. This is raggedy. I, I wouldn't be her friend. So to answer the question in the letter, I wouldn't be friends with this girl. I would end this now. Because it sounds mm-hmm. like you both have done some things to each other, and there there's no coming parts, back from it. Yeah, there are other parts here that I left out that I've edited out because we have been um, we're we're going long this week. But yeah, I, a lot of this stuff that happened, I think, is this this whomever this person is is showing you that they're very 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 inconsiderate, and mm-hmm. um, to continue to allow it to happen means that you accept it. And I think this is something that you should definitely end. Toxic people, you know, they come back around like colds or cold sores. You know, when you get rid of a toxic person, you know, you have to end things very firmly and very strongly so they and make it clear. And honestly, the way this person is operated I don't think you should really – I don't think you have to be nice about it. I think you just go back and just blocking her and just moving on with your life. But if you don't um, and you do engage with her in conversation, um, you should be very firm in what you say and just say, like, you know, I've thought about it and I think that while it was great catching up with you and I really, you know, thought this was something I wanted to do, I thought through it some more and I've decided that I do not. I'm ready to end this and let's just do that. And they're going to argue and bitch and complain and throw stuff up. But for it's up to you to not engage any further and say, okay, thank you, and hang the phone up immediately. Mm-hmm. And don't look back. Um, yep. Definitely value your time as a friend because, you know, reading this letter, and I didn't get into everything, but 
there were a lot of instances where you guys were really supposed to be having friendship moments, and this person wasn't acting like a friend at all. They They're not acting like friends to each other. That's the problem. It's like y'all, you can't, first off, you can't force this. You, you're, it's like y'all forcing a, a, a square into a circle. It, y'all need, no, y'all need to not be nowhere near each other because it's just not, she, she's a horrible person. It seems like she values being with a man over having a friend. Yeah. Or just, you know, just being a self-centered person. It sounds like she's got yeah. some narcissistic type. I don't know. That's, yeah, no. Mm-mm. Let it go. Yes. Run far away. Mm-hmm. Let it go. Like, when she, just be like, just, look, just one word her ass. Like, when she be like, you want to hang out? Nah. I'm good. Mm-hmm. She'll get if it. If she calls, right, if she calls. And, you know, just and say, hey. Don't answer. Like, Don't answer. Or if you do, she's like, hey. And she'll be like, you know, just talk. Like, let me call you back. And hang up. Never call back. Mm-hmm. Enough of that. Yeah. Yeah, Girl, let, me, let me drink this soda right fast. I'll call you back. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Let me um, on my pinky toe. Let me call you back. Right. Just, I mean, honestly, she'll get the point. She'll, she'll. She'll see that you're being distant. Like, I, I really, I honestly would not force it. I would not, I don't care that she's been through therapy. I don't care that you've been through therapy. Like, it's okay to not be friends. If there's nothing in the world that says y'all have to be friends. And y'all can be cool. Y'all can be cool without being friends. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I have, my best friend and I, we, I can't even say that we're we're now best friends because that relationship that we had was so toxic and it was like he was always it was always these shady moments and I'd be like what the fuck is this about and if I had a second guess your intentions we're not friends and Mm -hmm. so you know what I mean so I had to just like I had to start distancing myself from him and we're still cool so like if he hits me up I'll be like oh my god like I'm sorry that happened to you or I hope things get better or you know I keep it I keep it very light I keep it very cordial but we are not friends we do not hang out you know what Mm -hmm. I mean and y'all can y'all can do it that way but this girl is not your friend and that's true that is true um and it's a thing because, like, I've had some friendships that were not the healthiest, but, you know, you really have to get in the habit of being like the trees and let shit go. Trees shed mm-hmm. their leaves every fall. You got you to gotta get you gotta get into the same habit. Or as Gooch mm-hmm. says, channel the spirit of the ancient nigga and do what you got to do. Let it go. Yep. You know, you, you do. And, the um, niggas don't care. They they focus on themselves. Right. <laughs> they do the best for them. Okay, right. 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 Well with certain people. You know, you yeah. written this email with over damn near ten years of backstory, all the ways, you know, you made up and broke up with this person. When are you gonna be tired? Right. When are you gonna be done? Do you it's really wanna go through this? Yeah, where are you going to be so fucking done where you see this coming and you go the other way? Right. You know, so yeah. ask about questions, honey. I don't know, but I know. <laughs> don't put that I don't know. <laughs> 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 I don't know why that shit just tickled me. Tickled <laughs> 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 
It's too fucking much. Like, in this one little part of this section where she's talking about it was her birthday, and her daughter threw her a surprise party with her own money. And the girl came, you know, brought her new man, and, you know, didn't tell anybody. And she spent the whole time, you know, with him and then ended up not coming to her party. Oh, wow. So it's like, honey, if that wasn't the, the, the nail in the coffin for you, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. I mean, now nah, you you need to this this girl what's her name Nathaniel Natalie what you call her Natasha Natasha okay so Natasha is an ain't shit nigga channel her <laughs> she focuses on herself I'm being for real if you focus yeah, on your own self focus on your mm-hmm. own glow up and then you ain't even gotta worry about telling her that y'all not friends because. You're going to be so, like, your vibration is going to be so much higher than hers that she's not even going to want to reach out to you. Like, seriously, mm-hmm. don't just focus on you. Do yourself. Just, you know, get you some books and read, paint your nails, you know, take yourself out on dates. Don't worry about being her friend. Seriously. She's, mm-hmm. She just ain't shit. She is the worst type of friend ever. Like, this girl is not even a friend. And Nope. I- I'm friend of me. Y'all got a friend of me situation going on. Oh, honey, and you have to let those go. Like you, and it's yep. so so real. Like motherfuckers in your life that just pray for you to fuck up. That mm-hmm. hey, just you do good, or when you happy, they got to find a way to ruin it. Get the fuck yeah. away from people immediately. Mm-hmm. Do not let them linger. Like no. Yeah. Oh, oh, what? What are you? I need to write a letter to you and ask you. To, you to <laughs> to you. I, said, I, I need to write a letter to you. Like, when are you going to be done with this? With yeah, this, when this is whole, enough enough? Yeah, because if you still got some more in you 20 years later, yeah. Like, aren't you tired of having your feelings hurt? You know what I mean? Aren't you tired of having to pick yourself back up after y'all fall out? Like, do um, you not get enough of that feeling? Because breaking up from a friend, that shit hurts. Uh-huh. It hurts. Because, like, this is somebody you don't really went through a lot of shit with. You know what I mean? Like, y'all grew up together. Y'all, you don't you done told your most darkest secrets to this person. They know how you feel about, you know, anything and everything. They know your likes and your dislikes, your family. It's just, it's hard breaking up from a friend. Do you want to keep going through that? Like, y'all, y'all have been a decade in this, and you still mm-hmm. thinking about whether you should or should not. You should not. You know you should not. Oh, two decades. Sorry. Yeah, you should not. If you gotta, if you gotta ask, the answer is probably that you shouldn't. Mhm. Because you shouldn't have to. Ask, shouldn't have to ask if you should be friends right. with somebody. Okay. So on that note, honey, enough is enough. You've had enough. You deserve better friends than this. I hate everything about you in this moment. Ignorant bars. Christ and make ignorant bars. Never. Oh, yeah, nigga. Thank you for writing in. I hope uh, we weren't too rough 
on you on this one. I probably um, was, like, but I mean, y'all know how I do. No, seriously, don't come back right about this. Mm-mm. No. You said don't. Prepare <laughs> the person. Bitch, I don't know. work to do you know it's Saturday though so I got we'll to go, go find me a dress cause you know Ooh. niggas gotta go to Christmas parties and stuff I might yeah, shave my legs this winter I'm not sure <laughs> girl I, oh my god <laughs> uh, I have no oh god I did the, <laughs> my legs look terrible but I don't care where you say you were going to <laughs> Oh, we have a Christmas party next weekend. At a Christmas, like a corporate Christmas party? Well, uh, you can take fishnets anywhere. Listen, I was going to get me old nasty pantsuit. Oh, That's what I was going to do. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want nobody to think I'm a stud. Y'all, y'all know how I feel about studs. <laughs> Murphy Brown, so I'm gonna have to find me a dress. Okay. 
Y'all call your mama when you get home. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get ready for my evening, honey. All right. Ooh. Well, hold on like this, okay? All right. Okay, audience. Peace. Bye. <laughs>